Oh, interviews, right? Boy, do we love an interview. And I'm sure the HR professionals here, we have those tragic, intense, insane interview stories where we're interviewing other people, right? Of course, of course. But what about yourself? Interviewing yourself? No, 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 not interviewing yourself. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess you could, right? But I don't know that's going to go anywhere. But when you yourself are the candidate, right? I mean, I've had probably hundreds it sounds like I can't keep a job. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe I can't. I don't know. That's true. But I've had hundreds of interviews, right? Because for whatever reason, for HR positions, yeah. you have to like 50,000 yes. interviews. Wow. Uh, okay. Like, um, can you read panel. the resume? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Final step. Final step. Literally. Final step. My uh, yeah. ass. It's like sure eight months later. Cultural fit. Oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cultural fit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're welcome. Oh, my God. But Suck anyway, my toes. It's, so it's not about, I know. So it's not, it's not about that. But one of my craziest, get this shit, all right? So I meet with the CEO and we hit it off. Everything's fine. And then he's like, okay, well, it's time for the next interview. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, we stand up from his office and he escorts me to the boardroom, his boardroom. And I think, oh, I'm probably meeting with the COO, the CFO, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm meeting with like Whoever's two people, on one other person. He didn't, he didn't tell me and I didn't Which ask. Which seems like, a, well, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so no, no formal agenda. So pro tip, you know, maybe let people know yeah. who they're going to be the interviewing. And meeting. I had asked, I had asked, but okay, I didn't get that. They weren't prepared or whatever. No problem, no problem. Every, every, every place is different. It, you mentally noting it as the candidate, You're always right? Accepting, right? It's just fine. This yeah. is all normal. Can't ask questions. Exactly. Because then as an HR professional, I always think, well, I'll fix this. Yep. Like, yep. you know, so I'm always like, oh, I'll just fix this. So yep. somebody, let me see the, let me get the real yeah. like experience. Yeah. Who am I really interviewing with? Yeah. So then I can go and change it, make it better. Duh. So anyways, he's like, well, let's, let's go to the next interview. <laughs> I'm not even over exaggerating. And I know I do that a lot, but I'm not even over exaggerating when he opens the boardroom and the boardroom was shaped like a U. Right. So like big, like a big U-shaped, you know, sort of not the long table. But I I walk in there. There's 30 people in that room. (laughs) I am not. I had a firing squad interview. Like Snow White. no. Literally. Literally. Oh, my God. The, no, there was an auditorium uh, that was set up like a freaking oh dissertation uh, no. to be interviewed for something that obviously okay. didn't pay enough for that bullshit. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? Like a firing squad interview. So I'm like, OK, like, you know, like I'm I'm OK. I can pretend to be an extrovert, mm-hmm. and, you know. So it's like I walk in there and I have to do all the the introductions. I'm going around acting all professional, uh, or, you know, here's who I am. Here I am shaking hands. Pleasure to meet you. You know, and I'm doing all of that. And I'm going around literally. I know. Oh, yes. Hello. Hello. Pleasure to meet you all. They have me sit in the middle of the room. And I'm like, what is happening here? Like, I'm I'm just like processing. It sounds like a bad porno. (laughs) For real. That's how like every porno starts with. Okay. So anyways, so that I'm processing everything. Right. And I look and I notice in front of each person is a packet. There's a packet of interview questions over the next two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. No No shit. I answer the entire packet. There was like three pages of questions. And some were yes, no. I'm not even kidding. I was so embarrassed (laughs) for them. I was so embarrassed. I I was like, do you like to work? Uh, Yes. (laughs) 
And I sometime. wanted to be so bad because I'm like, want to coach them live, even though yeah, I don't have the like, job yet. This is fucking Would you like terrible. to follow up on that? Like, what do I love most about the workplace? Like, any follow up question on that? Uh, what, what else would you like to ask me about that? You know, is this even relevant? Should this be a question? Uh, like, so badly, I want to like make it better. But I'm like, you got to pay for that first. And already you're torturing me. Oh, and goodness. this dumb bitch pointing at myself, I took that job. Well, yes, oh, no. I, of course oh, I did. God. Of course I was did. You that was weird. This was weird. My first day, I was like, literally, I walked into the CEO office. He's like, welcome. It's your first day. And I go, uh, for the record, we're never doing a fire squad interview again. Yeah, that was awful. Uh, that was ridiculous. So your first, you know, point of coaching is you suck. It's like, but uh, we need buy-in. We got, I got to get everyone's buy unanimous It's one decision. of those. Oh, it's a family business. Oh. We're family here. Oh. <sighs> Yep. Yeah. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. So anyways, if you are an interviewer and you're listening to this and you do firing squad interviews, yeah. you need Get to put fucked. yourself on the other end. Okay. I'll, I'll see yeah. you in hell. So for the sake of time, let's go ahead and jump right in. Ashley, can you go ahead and go through the agenda for today's meeting? Go ahead and start off with the cringy corporate speak. Lee, if you want to tackle that one for us, and then we'll quickly jump to the main part of our meeting, which is our hot topic, which is going to be lazy layoffs. Jamie, if you're going to want to take point for that one. And then at the end, why don't we reserve some time for some questions or comments? Sounds fantastic. Lee, cringe us away. Oh, gosh. Well, one that I always love hearing is parking lot. Do you all use this uh, one? Let's put yes. it in the parking lot. Do I yes. use it? No. <laughs> Have I heard it and cringed inside? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I use this one uh, because it's better than saying you are fucking stupid. Uh, and so it's like, well, why don't we parking lot that? <laughs> let's uh, table it. Yeah, let's table that. Put a pin let, in let, that. Yeah. Let, let's go ahead and put it in the parking lot. It's yeah. like such a thing that's yeah. used at like off sites or when totally. you're facilitating. Oh, for you sure. You always have to have the parking lot, yeah. right? The dry erase board. The oh, gosh. Yeah. You hear it and you take it home. And you chuckle about it when you look at all the random. You don't even know oh, what what stuff. What does that no, mean? What, what does that, that even mean? Yeah, no. talk to Smith. What? But it's a way to cut people off, right? Yes, when they're going sure. down these rabbit holes and they're like tangenting, tangentizing like crazy. Let's just put it in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, the back parking lot that nobody ever goes to. We're never. Exactly. You're never. The, you write it down. You give the wink, and no one will ever whisper about it again. Respectful way to move on, right? So yeah, there's a, a pro tip. Actually, if you need, if you need to cut people off at work, just put it in the parking lot. So that's the corporate speaking you can use if someone is cringing you, especially <laughs> exactly. at, at an offsite to have them move on. Well, let's yeah. parking lot that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And some of us wear our emotions on our sleeve and some of us not so much. But regardless, when we keep all of those stressors bottled up, it can start to affect us and those around us negatively. Therapy. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Now, this is especially important for those besties out there that work in HR or perhaps are a people leader, manager, boss, because people be people, and don't they? <laughs> they really do. And so you need to make sure you have an outlet to share so that you can thrive. If you're thinking of starting therapy, 
why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, so it's completely designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HRBesties today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HRBesties. Stay well, besties. I have to tell you a little secret. I've always been super self-conscious about my thin hair until I started using Vegamore. I always try to do the right thing by my body. So when it comes to my hair and scalp health, finding a product that actually works and is made with clean ingredients always seems like a trade-off. But with Vegamore, I get products that are made with clean ingredients and give me visibly healthier hair and scalp. I'm able to have visibly fuller, thicker, shinier, and longer hair without all the harsh ingredients. In every cute pink bottle of Vegamore, products are 100% cruelty-free and never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. What's even better is Vegamore's value kits like the Grow Essentials Kit. You get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. When you sign up for the monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on products. You need to take care of your hair. The key, obviously, is consistency in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy-looking hair. I use Vegamore Grow Hair Serum daily on my hair and scalp, and they are flourishing. I also opted for the Grow Origins Kit as well with the Brow and Lash Serum because I'm trying to get, like, Bestie Lee's eyelash status. Also, I don't know about you guys, but I can tell you my brows have still not recovered since the late 90s over tweezing. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. So give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, HR Best Need listeners are getting 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash besties. Use code besties at checkout. That's Vegamore, V. E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash besties, code besties, to save 20% off your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash besties, code besties. Okay. I like it. If we can try to use that today in the meeting, that'll really hope to drive home that that learning. Thank Absolutely. you, Lee. Absolutely. Um, now You're turning welcome. to the next item in our agenda to stay on pace Let's talk about about layoffs. We hate layoffs, but but why are they so much worse, Jamie? Yeah, I mean, I think we've seen with social media the uptick of these cringy CEOs, um, and thankfully people have filmed them for us. So you know, I don't know if you, we, of course, remember Better dot coms that asshat, and then we have uh, tell what happened. Tell what that one, but for people that don't remember. So better.com, he uh, came on his Zoom and he basically was like, okay, I have to lay off X amount of employees. And did he, did he cry? I can't remember. No, was I don't he the he one cried. who was like, this is harder for me yeah, than this it is for you? Yeah, that's what it was. Oh he was harder for me. Oh, and, oh, my God. And if I is remember, it really not have money Tell and me about my mortgage, mortgage qualification <laughs> yeah. and it, my checking that bank account. And didn't their severance pack, weren't their severance packets, like, awful? 
I for mean, the exiting employees? Yeah, well, that was the one where I, I don't think it was agreed upon, right, that they were going to communicate that way. Because you remember, like, the chief communications officer, the CHRO, they were all like, what? Like, you know, like, he went rogue <laughs> yeah. and just was like, I'm like, just going to fire half y'all. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you know? Yeah, Ugh, or the other do CEO um, of Hypersocial, um, Braddon. Uh, posted a crying fucking selfie on the internet. Now, was like, that right. have sympathy right. for me? Because that wasn't a live call. Like, it wasn't no, like he cried. He, he intentionally photo. was no. like, this is it. This is the post. The yeah, picture. like, this is what's going to, this is what I want people to know. I'm crying in a selfie. I'm a like, servant leader. Oh, you're so <laughs> vulnerable. Oh, oh gosh. You had to lay off a hundred people. Now those people don't know where they're going to get their next meal. But please, your tears on LinkedIn is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure, like, I would hope, I would hope, let's not, I'm not sure, but I would just hope that it would affect a leader Absolutely. that way, right? Absolutely. But to then be, like, trying to get likes win and points. attention, totally. win points with, like, a really cringy cry yeah. selfie. Yeah. That was super viral on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could just Google that. I'm pretty Guy sure cries, on TikTok LinkedIn they made CEO. a filter like, of his face. Oh, no, they no. didn't. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. gosh. Like, I literally. I, I have to imagine some of his former employees probably leveraged, exactly. leveraged that. Oh, okay. I for sure. I yeah. would Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah, I, I think... It's it when the CEOs in particular do it. First of all, layoffs are layoffs are absolutely terrible. They're the and, worst. And the problem is, it's a bit like a Rolling Stone, where like Better dot com started, and then I remember, you know, it was probably just a year and year and a half, year and change ago. It was the Mom Project, and so leaders at the time are they're they're thinking about their statement and what are we going to yeah. say, and they're trying to thread this needle between projecting empathy for the people let go, but they don't want to call it that. They, they want to call it anything but. Of course. But also then they're like, but we have all these other people that are still here or some number of people still here. We got to motivate the troops. And so first of all, people put out these proactive statements and rarely does that end up being a good thing. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes what that means then is someone is let go and your CEO's put out the statement. Then that person's bombarded by their people, their family. Oh my God, did you get laid off? Like, God, let me like take a second. And yeah. so the, the CEO, every CEO thinks that they are like Microsoft or Google having all these people. Sometimes it's fairly small and they put this message out. But when people try to thread the needle, one, it's like this game of what can we call employees that are laid off without saying, without saying layoff. And so I remember the mom project because that one, I read it and, and that one really was a doozy. I mean, unfortunately now there have been so many and so many with multiple rounds, but that one that used the language that said that for employees, we let the employees know they would not have go forward roles at our, at our organization, oh, that's cringy. which we could use as a cringy corporate speak. Because it yeah. just it dehumanizes people, and again, you're 100%. trying you're trying to take this the spin and take the focus off this layoff. But in that same um, communication, they talk about how well, we're still so confident, um, and we have you know in in our economy, or we project that these will be needed. And you read these things, and my rule of thumb that I say, and I swear by, is that every CEO and PR team and lawyer, again, I've been a lawyer, I've been in HR, I, I know the number of people whose eyes look at it. The problem is most of those people have chief or director or VP or are thinking about all these optics and how do we how do we hide this sort of truth? The people that need to be looking at these statements have the have the title assistant, like executive assistant. Mm -hmm. And if you are a CEO, have your executive assistant read it and you need to have a real trust with that person. Um, and if you have that relationship, you probably are going to be making better employment decisions anyway. But have that person read it. 
And if they read it and they're like, this is weird. Yeah, this This is terrible. This is terrible. Let us all start over. Because you have these like PR teams that that come in and it all of a sudden reads like mumbo jumbo. Yeah, it's just BS, right? There's no clarity. It's BS. Right? Total disregard for the employee experience, respect for a human. You can't even like translate it into, (laughs) you know, like real people speak. Yeah. Like go forward role. What does that mean? What does that even mean? As the employee. Oh, that means I no longer have Have a job job? here or I'm switching jobs because my, my, this, you know, what does that mean? Right? Can we not just be transparent? We laid people off and you know what? It's really shitty and it's far far worse for you than it is it's for, it is yeah. for us. And for the rest of employees, you don't need to talk about them in that public statement at that point in time. And you can talk to them privately. I mean, I remember talking to a number of organizations and saying, we're going to do these layoffs. How do we communicate? We're going to have, we're going to have this two hour meeting with everyone. And then we're going to let them know that, you know, hours later, they'll get a meeting invite. What are you talking yeah. about? You start a two hour meeting. People have a whiff of a layoff. Let me know this freaking second. Am I let go or not? No one wants to hear your rationale or see any sort of PowerPoint. Get people the information they need. And and then provide it provide it accordingly. All the employees that are staying, you have your your projections. Tell them that mm-hmm. the people being let go do not need to hear about how mm-hmm. confident you are in yeah. Q4. So we launched HR Besties and have been busy trying to make it fun, funny, even informational. So when we heard we got our very first sponsor, we were literally all jumping up and down. And when our sponsor HelloFresh said, "Hey, we'll also send you some meals in addition to sponsoring you," we were like, "What? Also making our lives easier? Thank you." Because if we ever make it look easy, then we are doing magic because it is not. So I actually run my own business where I spend my day literally trying to help make managers better. And I make a lot of decisions during the day. So at night, I just want someone to tell me what to do. So HelloFresh does that. At the end of a busy day, just give me some fall foods and I'm good. Like the mini pumpkin cheesecake. Or have me look like I have my stuff together with some barbecue pulled pork nachos that I can then take to a friend's house instead of my sad standard bag of pita chips. Now, I know you want me to fulfill my promise of making your life easier, saving you money, and then you can go back to hearing the rest of our episode. Okay, so I'll do that. To try meals yourself, go to HelloFresh.com slash 50HR and use code 50HR for 50% off plus free shipping. I know, lots of 50s. Now, I'm going to repeat that because I still repeat phone numbers when I leave a voicemail because I don't know why, but go to HelloFresh.com slash 50HR and use code 50HR and you will save 50% off plus free shipping to your doorstep. So please support HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, and support yourself in the process by making your life easier and telling your family, HR Besties isn't just my favorite podcast, they saved me money. And if they don't care about that, they will care about that pumpkin cheesecake. I'm I'm someone that absolutely preaches. There's all this research, and I'm this industrial organizational psychology org behavior nerd, just for the record. Uh, but, you know, there's all this research that says it is so detrimental doing a layoff, so detrimental to an organization, mm-hmm. not just from a brand perspective, but to the 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 value, the connection mm-hmm. of the employee of the with yeah. the organization, mm-hmm. right? Our I mean, yeah, those, those folks are lost for a generation, basically, right? Like, they can't get beyond that fear. So that should be, I mean, literally, you're the absolute last resort. And what I do see a lot uh, in headlines is that that's an easy button. 
right? That is something quick to the bottom line financially for people to do. And do, please, I beg you, if you are a business leader, do not make that decision. Oh my gosh, if you do not have to, it should be the absolute last thing. Get creative. Literally Google, I'm not even kidding, what else to do besides laying yeah. off your workforce. You know How what I mean? How to make my <laughs> workforce lean, like not people. Right, right oh, I hate the, ter- I hate yeah, the term right size, right size. Because that means that you are wrong sizing people yes, that are no absolutely. longer or saying, or the language that you use saying, oh, we chose on the performance-based and these mm. people that are let go that say nobody oh, told that's yeah, funny because no, I yeah, got a four point exactly. five out of five on my last exactly. review. So no one could have that Once conversation again, with me. Feedback should never be a surprise. So why, so why are we? And that's it's, the easy way out, right? Yeah. yeah. But what I what I do hate though is that, and, and maybe you all have received these comments before, or you know have 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 heard it anecdotally or or seen it, is when they say like things like, you know, it's so easy for HR to do these things. Right. They enjoy laying people off. Right. Oh, it is so gut wrenching and heart wrenching. And I have been in so many meetings uh, where I am doing all I can, literally putting my employment on the line, uh, trying to convince leaders, do not do, do, not this. do this. Oh, yeah. I, I beg you, uh, literally, like, oh my God, and here's all the reasons why, and here's all the other things we could do uh, beyond doing this. And I've won the majority of those, right? So I've only, thank goodness, you know, knock on wood, right? Uh, I've only had to participate in layoffs where I am supporting another organization and their layoff communications, right? Like they've pulled me in yes. as an HR resource in, in, a, in a broader corporation to help them have have those those conversations. And I'll tell you, I've seen them done well in the sense that it is one-on-one conversations, even though there's hundreds of them. It was personal packets, resources for outplace. I mean, all yes. of the things yes. and, and really a lot of money there, right? To try yes. as much as you can to make this person whole mm-hmm. for enough time for them to transition to the next thing. Yes. So I have not, thank goodness, have experienced personally a lazy layoff. But is it enjoyable for anybody? No. no. But would I ever say, this is harder for me? Oh, hell, hell no. no. Because no. it's not. Yeah. Did no. I go home at night and cry I and cry driving did, yeah. home? You bet. Mm-hmm. It is so not enjoyable. It is no, absolutely freaking heartbreaking, mm-hmm. right? When you get to that position that you have to do that, you know what I mean? So, you know, kind of a, an F you to those who think that, you know, HR is heartless. No, we're the messengers yes. of hard, hard decisions from our leadership. And it sucks being that yeah. monkey in the middle. It sure does. It having does to pass suck. a message like that. You know, it's the last thing I'd ever want to do. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's the absolute worst. And I don't, I don't think anyone realizes like, Yes, did we sign up for this? Sure. But did we really think we were going to have to do yeah, it? Yeah, but did <laughs> I like, really no. think that, like... Never, it's never in the job. Part of the job yes, is rarely part of the job. you have to c- communicate horrible uh, yeah. messages with and empathy. people that's, are going to cry all the, the time. That's yeah. the smallest print at the bottom of every... Yeah. Of every and, and, they didn't teach me this in Jamie, business school. you get that a lot. I know, like, it yeah. makes this decision, and you've talked about that. Too. Yeah, so unfortunately, um, at my most recent job, I was the person... Um, that handled all of the them. Grim Reaper. Yeah, right? you had a nickname. Yeah, the Terminator. Probably. Yeah, the Terminator. Which, yeah. FYI, yeah. I did not give myself that. Thank you. No. Um, and, I'm sure Glassdoor probably and, gave you that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was also me being like, "Is this absolutely vital? Did we take all the steps prior to? Did we? You know what? How could we have done this differently? Because I'm like, not only am I thinking about this employee or employees, but what are we going to do in the future to make sure this doesn't happen again? Um, 
because that's awful. And, 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 um, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's hard on me, but like, who fucking cares about me? I'm the one that still has the job, the shitty job that calls you the Terminator. Um, and, and it's, I don't know. I just, it's funny that these, these male CEOs and their fake, you know, alligator teals, like, yeah, it's hard, but like deliver the message you know, make sure you're providing adequate resources, severance, um, assistance, finding a job. Um, take care of these people on their mm-hmm. way out. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you take care of them, I guarantee you they're going to have good things to, to say rather than putting your Zoom message on TikTok for the entire mm-hmm. world right. to see. Well, we think it's like easy, right? Like it's not like, why can't you just do this right? You know, and yeah. then you look at like, like you know, data that says like a third of leaders are narcissists, right? Yeah. So it's not it's like, so oh, easy for yeah. someone that's oh. that self-absorbed. <laughs> right. yeah. They don't, they well, don't even have why... the ability to feel. Well, yeah. that's Sometimes you know? it's showing those headlines and showing this is how this went. This this headline this, this you will hurt you. you this do will, not this will yeah. hurt you. Exactly. If that's what get. But it's yeah. and so I think at times it's people at the top. You know, people frequently will say, well, "HR, HR." I mean, again, HR is is generally not making these decisions. No. Oftentimes, HR gets this list and is told to to, to execute this. Or what yes. I what I think are the lazy layoffs is again. I think all of our message is this is absolutely a measure a measure of last resort. And because there are people in your organization in the worst, and so the, the I don't know how, what number we're going to get because I haven't thought, thought about this in advance. But let's say there's five things, may end up being six. But like things for a lazy layoff are again, thinking about severance. So again, in the rest of the world, there's generally formulas set up. Yes, set up. In the US, unless it is a large enough, and again, depends on state, federal, all those things, oftentimes the amount of severance is completely voluntary. Yeah, but sometimes people have it baked into their contract. Often they don't. And so it's this question, what's severance going to be? What's What's market? What's everybody else doing? And that's the, that's the same. So so thinking about what that's like it's and understanding what that experience, service, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's yeah. something and like so, that. And so and understanding that that cost because because otherwise you're going to have this whole group of people that, that that truly because unemployment is not very much. Nope. And so nope. yes, can people can people get unemployment? It is often does not pay. Certainly now does not pay the rent. And so nope. thinking about the severance amounts you can provide. Thinking about who is having the communications. Again, as a CEO, you need to be owning this message. And so the lazy part of these layoffs often is having it cascaded, and uh-huh. my quotes, by managers who are not trained in having these conversations nope. either. And so frequently managers will say, I've never had this conversation um, and I have gotten no training. And so this is having robust training in advance, having talking points and explaining and to managers saying, it is incredibly important that you do certain key things by if you have a script, everyone is likely going to have mm-hmm. it. Do not read from it. You can, you can glance at it. Mm-hmm. And again, in, but using it and looking people in the eye, if that's in person, if that is by Zoom, but ha- having this and treating people like humans. And if HR is being part of this conversation, then stay in the room. Don't mm-hmm. duck out. I mean, it is unbelievable. I am I am sure there are people listening who have had this experience like, oh my God, literally like, my manager, or I heard about it entirely from an HR company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I weird. showed up. That's, my badge didn't work. Yeah, that, my badge yeah. didn't work. Or, and or also I, letting managers know who yeah. on their team is affected. I get and these recent layoffs in many companies. Oh, I've God. talked to people that said, I had no idea until someone on my team reached out and and was let let go. And so so planning this. So a lot of this is this aspect of basic care and communication. To the point I think mm-hmm. Lee said of having resources. So employees, you know, medical benefits in the U.S. in particular are incredibly complex. Mm-hmm. I've been in 
and, and again, HR, HR, HR people aren't wizards. The, the laws can be can be varied. Oh, it can yeah. be really they tricky. So talking and get putting together as much as you can mm-hmm. packets of mm-hmm. this is how things work. This yeah. is how this is why you will not have COBRA p- paperwork today. Yeah. You will get it in a few weeks. Exactly. If you need medical mm-hmm. care between now and then, here are the resource numbers for insurance. Mm-hmm. So you're not, oh, go on our go yeah. on our login. Well, my go login doesn't fucking work internet. anymore. Excuse oh, yeah. language. Thank you. Yeah. But so, but have have the have think about the the questions that people will have. And if people have additional questions saying, I don't know the answer, I will get back to you. Because again, as a manager, you may not know. Do not guess. Oh, maybe I can, maybe I can get you some more, some more severance. Don't set these expectations if you don't know it. But so having that and getting back, getting back to those employees, putting more thought into it. That's the, that's the biggest issue I've seen is a leader making the decision, maybe a leader in finance, mapping out, you know, (laughs) Faceless names on an Excel spreadsheet, Absolutely. and then telling everybody else to go and just execute looking at it. salaries. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's not it. even salaries. Names. They filter those out. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're totally. Just, they're just running the numbers there. Mm-hmm. That's, you know but what that's I mean? what really. Again, layoffs are terrible. But a lot of people listening to this podcast don't have the decisions about about how to do it. But you can think about okay, and even if you're phrasing that internally to say, what if my people ask this? Can can we make sure that we have the information that people are going to need and humanizing the process? Sometimes that's the step that, that you that you can help with. But being that resource. And because then people have questions. Can I leave them a recommendation on LinkedIn? Can I call them individually? What can I do? What can I do to support them? Because even managers sometimes will have fear and say, well, I don't, I don't want, I'm afraid. I don't want to be next. Yeah. So giving those guidelines to help to support people because job loss is a very real trauma for mm-hmm. employees, for their families, and, and for the, even the remaining organization. Talk to the rest of the team. Um, mm-hmm. because I, Or you'll have like the CNN situation where it's like, oh, there's not going to be any more layoffs. Yeah. Da, 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 you, then you get down the exactly. like Again, not making these promises mm-hmm. yeah. that, that yeah. you cannot keep. But then as HR professionals, right, like I reflect on how can you help and contribute uh, and support an organization to not get into a layoff situation, right? And so I think about, uh, you know, not easy buttoning resources, right? So I'm constantly having the conversation, do we need to backfill that position? Uh, you know, like, let's just actually ask the question yeah. before automatically doing it. Right? Yeah, I'm not right. trying to burn anyone out, right? But, you know, in some organizations, groups, teams, departments, where literally, like, someone's responsible for, like, 5% of a, you know, it's not a robust, challenging job enough. Right. The person isn't developing. They're just throwing headcount at it. I do that with air quotes, right? We see that a lot, you know? And all of a sudden, things do get ballooned out of control, you know? And so, as an HR professional, you you should know the jobs in your organization. You should know the structures and the teams mm-hmm. and the hierarchy. And does it even make sense? Yeah, it does. Right? Even, yeah. You don't want things to get too, you know, overinflated. You want people to have challenging, awesome jobs that they can grow and develop from, not someone just, you know, doing one menial task and that's their whole day. They do it for five minutes and then they're bored the rest of the day, right? Because then you're going to get into a situation financially, potentially. And of course, you don't, as an HR professional, you don't all, all of that, right? But you can influence those decisions, right? You see that happening. You want to make sure that, hey, you're coaching your leaders, right? That, hey, just be mindful because X, Y, and Z, you know. Uh, Do you have any other tips for that? Like as an HR professional on how you signal back to leaders or managers, you know, to help stay out of a potential layoff situation? I think, you know, in in, in previous jobs, I was a lot of the times I was an HR department of one. So Mm -hmm. being involved in like ops just in general. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, everything. But like being involved in ops, but also like asking those clarifying questions, and um, understanding the roles, and if if we're looking to eliminate roles, why? What are what's 
what's the cost benefit, but what's the even benefit? Can mm, we pros can and we, cons? Yeah. Right? What about what if we um, redesign those roles into something different? Maybe it's something else is lacking in the organization, and and so like being thoughtful about the mm-hmm. process and not just going, oh well, he said. Right. Exactly. And I'm assuming it's a he, but it could be a she. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Well, they they said, said, so, you know, um, this is what we're going to do. We have to eliminate 10% of the company. And I'm like, no, like there, there really could be some sort of no. maybe a reorg. Yeah. They're looking for right. cost. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So let's, we don't have to easy button it with people all the exactly. time. Exactly. Well, also, you know? they, being thoughtful means, okay, what are people going to think about? So sometimes that's looking at the careers page and having that. And you always tell people, have, make sure your yeah. careers page is updated because if people get let go and all of a sudden they look, there's 35 open positions 100%. on your careers page. Oh, well, none of those. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, all these, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. none of these. None of yeah. these. No, none of these. Oh, these, these aren't. Well, having actual processes to make sure that that's mm-hmm. an open position or not is important for a variety of reasons. But in particular, because people let go and say, well, this is an open position. Can I apply for it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes people get let go and part of their severance agreement will be agree not to, re- to agree yeah, not to reapply. To reapply. When the, oh. In situations when it's 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 mass, oh, well, that's just yeah. part of our standard language. Well, but you're, and also you have individuals who, you know, think about recruiting costs. Those are people that have been at your organization and they do have different skills. So sometimes it's printing the careers page, getting the screenshots. What are, what are yeah, these what are in the advance? Insane because people are going to look at this, look at this and see here are all these, all of these open positions. And so sometimes it is absolutely and thinking about thinking about aspects like that, um, but in in those positions, again, thinking about are we doing ten percent? Okay, what's the why? What's the why behind yeah. it? And another is another lazy layoffs. That's that's not even group layoffs. It's when you have an individual being terminated from employment. And they said, well, we're going to do a position elimination yeah. for this person. But and, it's and, based off of performance. And, and they say, oh, we're going to do a make position make elimination. A, and then yeah, we're going to, but then we're going to hire this other, this, where then we're going to. Yeah. Ha- the hell you are I for say, at least yeah. 24 I'm months. I'm like, no, no, we're going to parking lot. That. <laughs> right. Thank you. I say, I say, you're okay. You're letting this person go. But the new person, we're going to change the, we're going to change the, the t- title. I say, but Absolutely. But yeah. when we're going to tweak it just a little bit. When you let Greg go, when, you know, when Jane starts, is everyone to call Jane the new Greg? Because mm-hmm. it's really yeah. the real mm-hmm. person. And then mm-hmm. there's there's issues. Oh, my God. Are there legal issues to that? Mm-hmm. Lawyer, Ashley, take the off your head. It's weird. Again, you hear me. This is, my, this is my literal comment. I have said this multiple times in executive level meetings and said, because that is very weird. And if things feel weird to a person, then they often feel weird to everybody, including those current employees who are like, that's weird. And they go and tell Greg. They go and tell Greg. They go and tell Jane. And Jane's yeah. like, what is this place I have joined? And so the lazy laugh sometimes is the broader, but at times also can be that individual that you're trying yep. to address something yeah. by mm-hmm. oh, position elimination. Positional but elimination, like, wink, but really, and, and we so, just don't like Greg anymore. Yeah, using exactly. thought and having conversations. So mm-hmm. so it's a big parking lot. I was going to say, we may have to parking lot yep. that one, job yep. eliminations. God, that's probably like 10 podcasts, isn't yes. it? Yeah, <laughs> very excited for <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, you know, I know, again, hard stop, right? We run efficient meetings here, right? I know our staff is incredibly efficient. And so I did want to make sure we save time for any questions or comments. So do we have any questions or comments before we close this meeting? Uh, I do. Oh, yes, please. I have I have a comment is to think about the experience. While in some hand, it can feel very, very cruel to shut someone out automatically of employment. Also think about the situation when you're giving people, oh, we're gonna, we need you to stay on for a knowledge transfer for two weeks, a month, 60 days, the 90 days, especially transfer. if you're transferring and saying, oh, we're building this new service. We need you to knowledge transfer. 
and think about what that experience is like every day you wake up and you are training somebody else to take over your job mm-hmm. and what that is like. And that could be an incredibly, incredibly cruel thing to do to people. So that is is my comment on top of the lazy laughs. Love it. Jamie, anything from you? No questions or comments. Wow. No questions if or she comments. Had, I knew she had a hard stop. Oh, she does. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I got to wrap this. Uh, well, I'm yeah. so sorry because uh, not a question, but a comment. Uh, to quote a meme from Facebook circa 2014, <laughs> uh, please recall that every dead body at the top of Mount Everest was once a highly motivated person. <laughs> All right, so why don't we just chill out a little bit in the office with the early meetings? Parking lot that shit. Okay. 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 Let's parking lot that. But thank you so much for joining our staff meeting today and this episode of HR Besties, where we talk a little business and BS. 